Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, shut up, this one. That's a D10. Fuck. <laughs> you were really close, though. You were one dice away. This one? That's a D10 again. That's a D10 again. What the fuck? Help me! Ah! <laughs> and then here's a D8. Fuck you, man. Okay. <laughs> Race to the Sunken Star takes place in Tesora de Mar, the underwater city of the mermaids, and the abyssal trench that borders it to the north. The city is currently in the throes of an annual celebration renowned across the ocean floor, the Abysmal Festival. Citizens and visitors alike flock to streets, don their finest costumes, cheer on giant racing seahorses, and dance and drink throughout the week-long celebration. Unscrupulous villains, colorful out-of-towners, and joyful celebrants can be found around every corner of the wild city during the great public gathering. Just beyond the city's borders, however, things have begun to stir after centuries of silence. Capactyles Trench, the deepest point in the Great Sea, harbors all a manner of strange creatures. By chance and fate, the fallen star itself has come to rest at the bottom of the trench its magical power inadvertently freeing an ancient evil that now threatens not only the festival above, but the entire world. To recover the star and save the city, the party must venture beneath the waves, make friends with the finned folk of the shimmering city, and ultimately brave the lightless depths of the barren deeps. into the game there is a really cool little announcement thing that i recently confirmed um dungeon or box was originally designed with 12 boxes one box for every month for an entire year and the way they set it up was if you did a one-year subscription which i thought was pay the whole thing up front and get a one-year subscription you got a specialty box number 13 that was like an, a continuation after the end of the campaign I don't know if I misread it or maybe somebody thought it was really cool that we were doing a podcast for it or something. I don't know. But um, there was mention of it in an email when we were trying to figure out a mistake that was made with one of the winner's one-shots I had ordered. And so I emailed back to confirm after I let them know, hey, I got the box. Thank you for fixing this. And they said, yes. We are sending you box number 13. So our campaign is going to consist of the specialty box number 13 box. Yeah. Nice. Woo! Woo! Super fun time. All right. So at the end of the last game, um, you guys got into the city of Tesora de Mar. Mm. You uh, were brought before Regenta in the middle of her fighting with Mago. Um, both of which were arguing about Mega was concerned about Capactyles Trench, Regenta was more concerned about the Abysmal Festival and once you guys had convinced Regenta that you were just there to find the Fallen Star, she said well you, you, you're, you're good to go you can, you can uh, enjoy the festival we always appreciate newcomers and everything I don't care I know you don't care, but the doctor would. 
Stop eating Swedish fish, you dumb bitch! <laughs> just pray that the doctor doesn't find out you're eating. Well, you don't know why would my boomer doctor listen to a podcast? And the majority of listeners that we have range between the age of 30 and 45. And like 90% of them are here in America. Yeah. That, that was one thing I did find very interesting is, let me bring it up here real quick. <clears throat> analytics the majority of our listeners are out of the US 96% 3% come out of Germany and then we have the Philippines Canada Ireland Chile Sweden and Australia so we are being listened to globally around the world Um, and then the age range primarily is 35 to 44 that's our main age range. We have a small percentage that's 28 to 34 and an even smaller percentage that's older than 45. So people around our age are the ones listening to us, which is really cool. I thought that was really interesting. There are neat facts. Um, anyway, so now that I've gotten completely off subject, <laughs> um, as you guys began to try to explore to figure out, like, where the fallen star was at, how to get to it, etc. You came to the, you guys came to the impression that the fallen star had probably fallen down into Capactoli's trench. And you quickly found out that the pressure down there is extremely hefty. And you came across Mego who said, yeah, it's, it's pretty nasty down there. You're going to need Kraken Slick get down there and you're going to want true crack and slick which means I can make some up for you but we're going to need um, some extra material some extra ingredients to add to the mixture to really really bolster it up and strengthen it if you guys can find those ingredients I can get started on this the one thing I didn't mention from the last game and um, this was on me I should have was um he had made mention that Capactoli's Trench has been acting very strange lately. Miners have been going missing and such, and so he does believe that your fallen star might be the reason behind it. One of the miners had that had fallen ill is actually staying in a room at Mago's house. I think his name is Orillo. And he was rambling on something in the abyssal language and so Mago has been trying to take care of him while making this crack and slick for you now you guys did investigation checks you guys had split up uh, Mercer and Celine found Nyad tears by uh, meeting a famous musician who was a Nyad uh, Esther and uh uh, Zabak, not so much, ended up finding a chef's uh, restaurant that had a living chul instead of a dead chul for an upcoming meal, and you guys ended up fighting off the chul, but you didn't really get anything. <laughs> we didn't even get any chul meat. No, I think he, didn't he offer you like a, like a free meal or something? 
once he once he uh, started his his grand opening that night. Oh yeah. Some sort of special dinner, and he said, and, and as a way of saying thank you, come to the the opening later tonight, and I can. And Esther is pretty into food, so. So, given that you guys, you, you know you have about three chances a day, but you only have two days to try to plan this stuff. And you kind of went a 50-50. So, uh, common sense at this point has kind of dictated that if you guys try to work together and have one person focus on the searching and you guys aid that person in searching, you might have a better chance. And just as you finish the fight with the tool and the chef says thank you and kind of ushers you back out so you can close up and continue working, you come across Celine and... Mercer. Got the tears. We killed a chul. What's yeah. a chul? Oh, real nasty mofo. It was bad. Glad you survived. Me, yeah, me too! <laughs> yeah, do you know how much I would have sucked for my exercise regimen? <coughs> like, well, you always, you know, you know, they always gotta say you gotta have a cheat day somewhere. Oh, you're right. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, before it gets too late in the day for you guys to find anything, you have one more chance. Um, if one person does the investigation, somebody else, if not all three, you can aid that person and you have a better chance of finding one of the ingredients. I'll make the roll and have at least Celine assist as well. Okay. So, Celine first. Nope. That was a five, so it does not assist. That's gonna be a natural 20 plus seven, 27. Oh, yeah. All right. Actually, sorry, 28. <laughs> Every point matters. Okay. <laughs> All right, so as you guys start looking around and trying to ask more questions and stuff, um, the term Kraken Scales seems to be heard constantly over and over and over again, and you find out that there is a junior uh, seahorse race where the Kraken, where Kraken Scales are, in fact, the grand prize. Oh, man. I want to race seahorses. In How good are you at handling animals? I mean, I'm not great. How uh, good are you at handling animals? Uh... Better than the back! Alright, so in the midst of this, give me perception checks. Oh shit, okay. <coughs> oh god! <laughs> Celine's still caught up by the the song with the, from Nyad. Mm -hmm. She rolled a one. Um, <laughs> Mercy, on the other hand, rolled an 18 plus one, that's a 19. That's okay. going to be a two and a four. Okay, so <laughs> in the midst of this, Mercer overhears a uh, two merfolk talking, one of which is a, an older gentleman, probably about our age, and then a younger girl who's probably around the age of 17, and you just hear him saying, sorry, ma'am, but you, I'm going to have to dismiss you from the races. You need to have a support team. But my... My mother passed away, and my father was a minor, and he's been falling ill, and I, I just... I, I walk over. I need to... Oh, hey, hey! 
Uh, support team here, ready to help and assist. Oh, right, yeah, sorry we're late. Esther's like, I don't know what we're doing, but this sounds like fun. Do, 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 do. The official kind of looks, you get the four of you over. Sorry, man. Looks at her, and she's just kind of blank stare, like, uh, uh. Sorry we're late. Esther puts an arm around her shoulders. Sorry, kid. And so quickly um, and quizzically, he, he looks at the four of you, and he says, okay. This is going to be a skill check. Just saying this now. He goes, you're the support team. What can you tell me about giant seahorse husbandry? Fucking everything, you guys, man. You guys can either give me a animal handling check or a nature check. Well, Esther got a natural 20. So, yeah, and then the mech got an 18 and I rolled a 19. Yeah, and Zabak, yeah, Zabak and. Got a- Celine, she's again still completely enamored by the song. You've been officially banned for the night. <laughs> Celine's been banned. No, oh as God. I said, three, three ones in a row for the for the poor woman. So, <laughs> okay. So, what'd you guys roll again? I got a nineteen. I don't know what her modifier is, but she rolled an eighteen and a twenty. Yeah, Esther got a nat twenty. Zabat got a. Okay, so out of the four of you, at least three of you got. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Esther starts rattling off all these stats and crap. Zabat is like, "What the fuck?" And he he he's like, "Okay, okay. If you guys are the okay, um, if you're the support team, then." Young Miss Alma, I guess you're back in. And she goes, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." And he starts to swim off, and she turns and looks, and he goes, Now, who are you? Hi, uh, I'm Esther. So, so Esther's Beck, Mercer, and the lovely Celine. Uh, we're in need of some uh, Kraken scales, and mm-hmm. we scratch your back, you can scratch ours. She says, um, Yeah, this is perfect timing, kid. We'll no even, no point even, in beating around the bush. I'll even pay you. She goes, okay. Um, basically, I just I need people to tend to the seahorses and make sure that they're well fed and taken care of. And then if during the race something is, goes wrong, I can stop by you guys and you can prep them up, switch them out. Uh, clean them up real quick, something. I can show you the basics, but the race is in a few hours. Let's do this. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, Esther knows all about seahorse racing. So, Esther's like, yeah, don't worry, guys. Well, I know I mean, what to it, do. It, it's the difference between knowing the basics about a car and then knowing the essential necessities about a specific type of NASCAR. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, here's the crash course, lady. <laughs> Esther's like, I got you, fam. She goes, okay, well, I can show you the basics, and then from there, um, it, when the race starts, we can we can go from there. And cool. uh, and so she takes you guys over to the stables where the seahorses are at. She shows you the basics, how to tend to the fins, how to, oh, excuse me, properly feed them, and how to properly clean them so that they stay calm and everything how to calm them properly so that they don't lash out and become vigorously uh, mad or anything angry and furiated and she says we'll run a few practices and you guys can see what you how well you pull off and from there we just 
check in on them, and then when it comes time... You got it, kid. So she shows you guys the ropes and takes you the whole nine yards, and you know you've got about two hours left to go, so... All right. Now, I have another question. Hmm. And out of character, I'm not going to name, like, a specific name because I literally know nothing about this in real life. But Esther's like, so, kid, what you been do doping your horses with? They're real fast, right? You've been giving them a little bit of the juice? <laughs> Esther's like, you've been giving these seahorses steroids to enhance their performance, right? <laughs> no. Oh. That's illegal. Oh, my God. You... Esther backpedals hard. Oh, you passed the test. Good. You're an honest kid. Damn it, she's honest. <laughs> okay, give me a deception check. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That's going to be a 19. She just kind of gives you this halfway confused. Anyway. It's good to know I would work with honest people. Chaotic good, oh shit. I'm not going to tell you you have to stay here at the stables the whole time, but if you could try to stay within the immediate area and check well, yeah. in on them, hopefully within the next hour and a half, and then in roughly two hours the race starts. I have to go meet a few sponsors. All right, And kid. I, yeah. Leave it to us. She says, are you guys good? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know I am. And then she, uh, she swims off. Zabak chews Esther out for that little bit of nonsense. I thought I knew you. What do you mean is you doping the horses? What the bloody fucking hell's wrong with you? Um, before we go any further, I am gonna remind you guys, remember you are underwater. Oh, that's right. So try not to think of movement in a two-dimensional. We have the Z-axis. You do have the ability to swim up and down because you are underwater. I go through the fourth dimension. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Flying spaghetti monster! Give me my colander. Growing up like crazy. Alright, I'm gonna draw something out of here real quick. No, do it slowly. Don't wanna make mistakes. You guys don't appreciate my humor. Huh, what? Meh, fuck you. <laughs> What'd you say? Eat shit and die. That's, I don't think that's what you said. That's my way of saying, I love you. Uh -huh. <laughs> sure. I'm trying to draw Lucy from Disenchanted. It's proving more difficult than anticipated. So this is essentially the stables. Um, each of these lines represent an area where you can bring one of the seahorses in. They have a little bit of space to move around and such. <coughs> and from a distance away, we're gonna say that this this map is like an area, a restricted area that you guys can't go into right mm -hmm. now. But from over here, you guys are just kind of chilling, relaxing, hanging out. <coughs> and give me a perception check. Okay. 
Oh, Esther doesn't perceive the fang, but the back probably doesn't either. <laughs> Does a 12 make it? Does a 12 make it? Twelve will, twelve will make it. Oh my God! What? Twelve will make it. Mercer got an eighteen. Celine got a twenty-one. Does an eight make it? Eight does not. Make oh, it. Well, uh. Okay, so three out of the four of you see it. Um, but you guys are just kind of chilling and relaxing for a few minutes. You, uh, the three of you, notice um, three sea folk individuals who quickly are going into the stables and uh, have this look about them that does not look uh, professional. Go follow them. Heck yeah, we're following them. I have this thing right here in front of me. I'm still looking at books. How dare you. <sighs> okay. Now, are you guys just going in, or are you trying to stealth in to get an idea of what's going on? Uh, in this instance, Mercer and Selena are walking in. They they already know that they're allowed to be in there and take care of the seahorses, so they're just going in, acting like they're going to go look at the seahorses. Yep. Esther's just, like, following along, because she's Actually, a blaze. I'm going to use these. Do you have three large platforms I can use? how big these guys were. See. Which one is our, where are our horses at? Your guys' horses. I want to know specifically where ours are at. Here and here. We'll set those up Perfect. right there. So who's, who's what? Mercer's going in. Celine right behind him. Right here. Did Zabak and Esther follow suit? Mm-hmm. So you guys get to right here, and you see three large merfolk. Whoop. How dare you? Ooh, just means I gotta take this real quick. Um, you nope. see three large merfolk, and um, you hear one of them quickly say, "Hurry up before anybody catches us." Uh, catch you doing what? Hi, what's up, y'all? With an 11 intimidation check, this one right here turns around and goes, shows one of his claws and goes, Get out of here before you regret walking in. Uh, so that would be insight, right? Insight for what? For against his intimidation? I'd be opposing intimidation checks. Okay, that's even better for me then. Uh, Celine gets a 16, and Mercer's rocking. 
a 16 as well as he sits there and arcane pistol. What was that, big boy? Man, I wouldn't tangle with him. He can be pretty nasty. And you see all three of them pull out harpoons. Initiative. Oh, shit, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Mercer's on fire tonight. (laughs) I had two good rolls, and I wasted them on bullshit. I'll survive, it's fine. Alright, Mercer? Uh, it's gonna be a 22. Zabak? Zabak got a freaking 7. Selene? 16. And Esther? Man, don't make me say it. 5. <laughs> well, they got 4, so you still oh, got before them. Get so you're go Mercer, Selene, Zabak, Esther, and then these crazy sons of guns. Uh, so, Mercer, what you doing? Mercer's going to, like I said, he's going to uh, point his arcane firearm directly at the big guy mm-hmm. as he beat his intimidation. Yeah, fuck him up. He goes, <coughs> you got one round to get the heck out of here before I blow your head clean off your shoulders. He'll do it too, man. He's mean. And that's going to be a 18 intimidation against them or him, depending on how you want to do that. Okay. As he sits there and stylishly... And it's pointed directly at his skull. Okay. With arcane runes glowing on it. On the off chance that you guys pull this out of the staples... Oh no, let's not take this outside. Too many witnesses. Do 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 do. Alright, so that's uh, Mercer's turn. Celine? Celine sits there and she's going to essentially assist with his intimidation. That's going to be a 15 as well. So that puts Mercer at advantage on his intimidation check. She's—I mean, she's going on her own intimidation. So she—I mean, they're separate. Oh, okay. But she—but she's just like, listen here, fish bait. <laughs> Wait. I will turn your brains into liquid goo, and they will come out of your nostrils. Bruh, she will too. It's scary. I've seen it. Do you know what liquid brain looks like? Esther's trying to help with the intimidation. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Esther, it will go on her own turn. All right. So As she sits there in mage armor. I'm just yes-anding them. Okay. <laughs> that, that was the one thing I was going for is what's the action. Yeah. I mean, well, is she going to mage armor while simultaneously making a skill check? It's up to you however you want to play it. I would consider both of those to be actions. That's fine. So, which one would she do? She will do the Intimidation. Okay. And, uh, Zabak? Alright. Let's not get Violet now. But she doesn't put her weapon away. She's gonna hold her action until one of them boys decides to make a move. So, whichever them moves closer 
close up to us first is gonna get the pain. <gasps> what? You would agree that you I are have... at least half submerged in water. Yes. I am standing in water. <laughs> we, 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 um... she I just re I remembered. I'm so happy. <laughs> Didn't we establish this last session? Shut up, man. It's been two weeks. <laughs> we all have slept, you know, a few hours since the last game session. I hope so. More than a few hours. Not that much more. <laughs> I have had a nap the last three days in, in a row, and I am living. All right, so uh, Esther. What's Esther doing? Come on, guys. We can resolve this peacefully. And she's going to also hold her action to see if they're going to around and find out <clears throat> all right <coughs> so so how are you doing this with my intimidations <laughs> um You guys didn't ready any actions, correct? My two characters acted with intimidation. So. They, Esther that, and Zabak <clears throat> are just ready. Okay, but no oh. readied actions, per se. Uh, you guys didn't say you were readying any actions. Okay, well, I'm holding my action of bringing the hurt until one of them aggroes <clears throat> on us, like for real. Well, I'm hoping I scared one or two off. Yeah. With my intimidation, they decide to, you know, go okay. between and go. I do need to roll for that. That changes a few things. Oh, no. <clears throat> so this one turns to face you guys and goes, get back to work. I got this. Oh, man. That was not a good decision, man. Esther's um, going to throw a magic missile at him. Yeah. <laughs> On your turn. I held my action until I, they... That's what I was asking. You didn't actually say I'm holding my action. You say I'm just, I'm readying the hurt. I said I'm I holding the action for when they decide to fuck around and find out. She did say that. Okay, so roll your damage for the magic missile. Magic missile, missile motherfucker. Can I borrow a d4? Thank you, my love. I will need that back. I don't want to give it back. I like it. It's too pretty. Well, fuck me running. So we're going to say one, two. Three, 19 points of damage. 19? Yeah, on that Mr. Boss dude. This guy right here? Yeah, buddy. 19. I hate doing math. I know you do. It's okay. And with that, um, who who cast the magic missile? Was that Esther? Yeah, that was Esther, man. Okay. We're really up to no good, so. Alright, so. Doo, 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 doo. So, what happens after he gets blasted? Um, Does well, he uh, maybe change his opinion? No, because his opposed intimidation to you was a natural 20. So, he's more of a. 
All right, you want to go? I'm going to fuck you up then. Right. Chucks the... Uh, I'm going to liquefy his brains next round. Chucks the harpoon at Mercer. Uh, for a 23. That will hit. Damn. And... Those... Does 10 points piercing damage, and I need a strength saving throw. Damn. Uh, House of, uh, um, how's a four going to treat you? You, he chucks the harpoon at you, pulls the harpoon back, and you get jerked right up here to him, and then he can, um, follows through with a bite. Right where I want you. Oh, yeah, the back is so like... you take a harpoon right into the shoulder, get jerked forward, and then he bites you. All right, well, no, that's just a bit much now, isn't it? For 22 I'm, to hit. I yep. missed Zavak's cue to use that held action, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that's max damage, so 8, Sweet. 9, 10, 11, 12 points, 12 more points piercing damage as he bites down on her. Bruh. <laughs> I'm gonna blow his head off. No TPKs. <laughs> no TPKs. I didn't start this fight. You guys did. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Is anybody not some alignment of good in this party? Is it Celine? That's like. No, she's she's evil. She's evil. Okay. She's lawful evil. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, she's down for this. Oh yeah, well Mercer's totally gonna murder this dude. Oh, yeah. he, he's he's literally going to stick his arcane firearm right in the guy's muzzle, and he's going to scorching ray his brains out. Bruh. <laughs> well, it is Mercer's turn. Did you get so... that from Fetch Quest? No. <laughs> so, like you said, right where I want you. Well. Scorching ray. <laughs> so first one's going to be a twenty-four to wait, hit. Wait, wait, wait! Doesn't he need to roll a saving throw? No, it's my attack rolls, but because it's a ranged spell attack, it's at disadvantage. Ah, okay. Twenty to hit. That's a hit. You have a twenty at disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. And uh, a thirteen. Thirteen's gonna make it. Uh, so that's 2d8 per... Oh, I don't want you. You were bad to me. So, 9... 14... That's going to be 24... I don't know what 32... Forty points of fire damage. Is that man dead? What the heck, forty points. Is two that D man dead? Two, two, two D eight per ray. I hit with all three, and then because it's because of my arcane firearm, I add an additional D eight because I think it's he's a dead. Uh, artificer spell. You cast scorching ray. Yeah. I'm thinking of your your flame. Thing no, from your no. I told you I was going to kill this dude. <laughs> And, I, and so I just boom, boom, boom. I believe this man is dead. Uh, yeah, he is. He is past dead. He is. Your boss is dead. I recommend you leaving. Oh shit, man! You killed him. 
I didn't think we were actually gonna kill him. I said I was going to. Bruh. <laughs> so Vax's like, well, Mercer, that really was murder, not even justifiable homicide. He hit me. I'm bleeding. Well, his harpoon's still stuck here. His bite's right there. I told him I was gonna kill him. I did what I said. You didn't give him any warning. Yeah, I did. Because I literally just remembered that Zabak is lawful good. <laughs> and she's let them get away with some shit. I warned him not just six seconds ago that if he doesn't leave, I was going to blow his head off. What is Mercer's alignment? Chaotic neutral. Of oh, course. Okay. <laughs> Leaning more towards evil, but still chaotic yeah. neutral. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. Every time Mercer gets to a point where he's about to alignment shift from chaotic neutral to chaotic evil, he reigns it right back he in. He does something really, really nice, and it's like, yeah, ah. now you're back to chaotic neutral. <laughs> but in this instance, he warned him. He got hurt by the same dude. He then warned him that he was going to blow his head off and, and proceeded to do so. Fair. Okay. So, like he says, your boss is dead, boys. <laughs> If you want to be next, you're more than welcome. Right? He's not. He's not. As there's like out. sizzling jelly, probably left after that. Well, okay. So the scorching ray shots, I'm going to say, burn holes through the marrow's body. That's fine. So his body is still laying there. He's just got four nice sized holes stuck in his body now. What do they do? Uh, it's not their turn yet. It's uh, Celine's turn. If three proceeds to come to attack Mercer, mm -hmm. she will cast Discern Whispers against him. Okay. Ooh. She's giving them a chance because they've been warned. Zabak mm -hmm. readies her bladed ore as Esther readies another, just first level magic missile. Okay. My okay, fingertips so are, are glowing, boys. Is that right? You guys are ready in action? Yes, yes, I'm readying in action. I'm okay. hoping that just, after they just watched their boss literally just <laughs> through a skull, realize they are outmatched and should go away. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Play more where that came from, ladies. Or gentlemen, or babies. Oh, fair man. Uh, Does he look like he is aggressing? Yeah, they both check And he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. That's a 17. Alright, so he's, he's not going to be compelled to go away, but he is going to take uh, some psychic damage. Eight, ten, five points of psychic damage. Damn. At number three? Yep. Can Esther see number three from where she's at? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 But yeah. She, she I, readied, I readied a magic missile. Oh, Esther. I'm thinking it's a back. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, go ahead. Magic missile! Pew, 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 pew!
16 points of damage. And number three? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's just crouching down and sticking her hand between Zabak's legs like pew 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 pew! And Zabak's just like, yeah. why'd you do this to I me? I was almost there. She's just using Zabak as the meat shield that she's meant to be. What's Esther's alignment? Esther's chaotic good. Okay, so Which is why she... kind of a mixed group of alignments. Yeah. Alright, so this guy checks his harp tries to check his harpoon at Mercer next. Uh it's a 13. No? Alright, so that misses. And then this guy simultaneously checks his harpoon at the back. Oh, I don't know. And that misses. Oh yes, it does. And then they both move up to right here. So Mercer's taking a brunt end here because oh, they shit. just saw their boss go down by this guy. Um, Might want to run away, buddy. That's a crit. Oh shit! Sorry. No, <laughs> I didn't mean to. Run. And that's a twelve to hit. So twelve misses. No. This is where I wish I had adamantium armor. Right. <laughs> Oh, you got lucky. Ooh. I rolled minimum damage. Oh. He, he died. Mercer points his gun at him and goes, you die next. Because it's D&D. You take six points from another bite attack as he comes right back down on the same spot where the first guy got you. Damn, dude. Okay. <laughs> and we're back to the top of the line. Okay. Mercer. Mercer sits there. Like I said, another scorching ray. Mm-hmm. But disadvantage. <laughs> Fourteen to hit. That's a hit. Twenty-four to hit. That's a hit. Eighteen to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Fourteen. Eighteen. 24, 27 points of damage. On which one? Number three. He go bye-bye. Adios, Cambro. I look at the next one. You really sure you want to piss with me? Yeah, man, you're going to lose a pissing contest with him. How many more times can you cast that? He doesn't need to know that. <laughs> no, the DM wants to know. I'm, I'm out of him. <laughs> cast twice. I just looked at him. <laughs> just stone cold face, just like two down, boy, one left. Your life worth it? I got a breath attack with your name on it, sugar pie. Esther is finding this name calling game very fun. So that was Mercer. Celine. Celine's going to uh, walk up to Mercer and uh, expend four I'm charges. Say, how's he looking? <laughs> A little over half. <laughs> so, not good. Better than his two buddies. Oh, fair. Because <laughs> I'm still alive. Oh, and they're not. Well. Esther's just gonna let loose of the 
I don't know, mind slice. Oh, that's that's a decent roll. That's uh, I say six, I started... ten, eleven plus four, fifteen points back to Mercer. He's looking real good now. I he just sits there with a wicked grin on his face. What now, motherfucker? <laughs> oh hi. Was <laughs> that Squirt just walked up to you? Meow. Squirt walked up to me. Um, Mini. I have the most now. evil grin on my face right now. Mini. I am. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, you're gonna pick me up. Um, okay, so the back. Alright, then she's just gonna wade on over. Time to die, boy. Here you go, right here? Yeah. Uh no. Can I move to flank? Yeah, you can absolutely yeah, move around. Okay. Zabak's gonna move to flank. Ten, <laughs> now I don't have to recklessly 20, attack, you see. Perfect. Right well, if you're attacking, oh. he's dead. Uh, it's a d12 plus five. My minimum damage is. Well, you won't kill. You won't kill him, in, like unless I, unless you crit. I don't think you're gonna kill him in one one round of attacks. Okay. Well, I'll roll damage. I'll roll damage. Oh, roll roll your side because you got two attacks. What? Why do I? Oh yeah, that's right. You're fifth level. Okay. That's right. The first one hits. Oh, second oh, one absolutely. The second hits. one absolutely does. 15 and 16. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. <clears throat> D12. And then don't forget your, I think it's a D8 for your water damage, too. Cold damage. Yep. Yeah. That's why it... Come on, which Shut dice up. are they? Shut up. Shut up. This one. That's a D10. Fuck. <laughs> you were really close, though. You were one dice away. This one? That's a D10 again. That's a D10 again. What the fuck? Help me! Ah! <laughs> And then here's a D8. Fuck you, man. Okay. <laughs> ah! I so, love how when we play in the other game, you just, yep, there we go. In this game, you're like, uh, um. I, I, I put that much pressure. He does. You will do this right. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> Okay. And that's, okay, so that was eight slashing. And then another two ice damage for my first attack. How much is that? Ten total. Ten total. Oh, nice. That's uh, 14 slashing and one ice. So 25 total. Yes. Ten total. All right. That makes sense. The back is... Whoa! Whoa! Sometimes it's fun to be good. My character. Alright, so that was the back. Uh, Esther's turn. Man, you done bet on the wrong pony. Where am I spell? Oh, shit. Well, I know how magic missile works. <laughs> I don't know where my spell is. Oh, excuse me. Wait, I rewrote it. Hold on. Oh, my lord. Where? Oh, no! Okay, there it is. You are not prepared. I kind of am. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to do magic. World of Warcraft. Um, it, it was the second expansion uh, with uh, the, the, the elf guy, the blind elf. That, Illidan. Illidan. Illidan, that's right. You are not prepared. <laughs> 11 points. <laughs> okay. Come on, man. Get on my wool! 
I mean, these other guys, they all went down in one shot. This guy's taking a little bit longer to take out. I've not shot him yet. (laughs) With a spell you can't cast anymore. He doesn't know that. Do we need a Hail Mary? Oh, no, no. I'm going to to kill this guy. Okay. So it's his turn, and he just... Is it worth the paycheck, man? Throws the harpoon down and goes... Out of my way, and I'll walk out, or I'll leave. Thanks. Hey, don't don't tell anybody what happened. I'm not letting him walk out of here, Bruh. He gave up. You can't do that. Nope. I'm. I'm. He, he's done. Hit the the done. Pissed off Mercer switch. Well, it it Mercer's the one kind of in the initial way. So does Mercer move? No. Okay. No, you you've done you've done made me angry now. So now it's kind of a reverse thing. He gave you a chance to get out of his way, so he tries to claw and bite you. That's fine. He can claw and bite me only once. That's a twenty-two on a bite. And a twenty-two on a bite. What are you doing? He can't kill me. I know, but. He can really hurt me, but he can't kill me. Oh 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 points on the bite. And... 10 points on the claw. Get out of my way! Dude, move. Nope, he's dead. And then he tries to swim over and past you guys, so both of you get an attack of opportunity. Alright. That's going to be an Fuck me. 19 to hit. Is it still at advantage because we technically still had him flanked? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, thank God. Oh, yeah, so let's see if I crit. No, that's Motherfucker! So it's a back miss. No. Nope. What is a back miss? 14 hit? to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, yeah, it is. And diamond. What? <laughs> Two points of damage from me. Nine plus... If you did nine, you, yeah, he's dead. He's dead? Okay, cool. Oh, oh, I'm totally letting her, like, you know, do the first slashy slash, and he just goes, pop, right to his jewels. I'll let you Oh, just that. punched him? <laughs> I'm doing subdual damage. Watch him go unconscious. <laughs> Payback, bitch. And he goes down. <clears throat> Just as that happens, Mercer grabs him, uh-huh. drags his sorry butt. Actually, he's gonna have these two hands to drag this guy. Drags him out. We're underwater. He floats. Ooh, no, uh, it's still dragging. He sits there. We have people that were trying to commit treason or something in here. We have subdued one and killed two. No, you guards. Man. No, I said, I, that's why I said with the last two points, I do subdual damage. She did nine plus. Yeah, how I many? He had nine hit points left. Yeah, so he goes unconscious because that's not enough damage to kill him. You got to do his entire damage. I yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Five books and now you're getting technical. Yep. Yep, because I want this guy alive. I mean, Zabat could pull her punch. You know, she doesn't. She didn't exactly want to kill all of them. You're not. You didn't say that. You know, I didn't. But 
You're not going to retract it now. I, I know I can't retcon it now, but I just... And technically, it. he would still be bleeding out. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, so either way, as you're yelling that out, you do see, like, six merfolk guards come swimming over with, like, tridents in hand going, What's going on here? These guys were trying to cause... Do something with the seahorses. Yeah, we were coming just... in to check our two horses. We are the caretakers. Oh, by the way, Celine uh, does cure uh, our, our healing word on him, so he stabilizes. Um, and we foiled them. And uh, this one we kept alive for questioning. As Mercer drags him out, he looks down and goes. Oh, one of the guys of the Merlobo gang. All right, we've been hoping to get our hands on one of these guys. Thank Wait, you. Did you. No say, problem. Did you say Mer Merlobo? Merlobo gang, yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, I like so, it. So two, two of the guys take these like coral cuff sort of things and cuff his arms and start dragging him off. The other four grab... Um, grab the two dead bodies and drag them off and one of the guys stops real quick and he goes any of the weapons that they dropped you can have we have Sweet. no interest in them and they, they swim off so there's three harpoons left over nice <laughs> hey, man. you don't need it you got an ore that shiny and does well, ice that damage so quickly for it. you the, the harpoons um, they can be used as melee or ranged I assume they're standard in the book. I'm just going right off of what this says. Okay. Um, they have a range of 20 feet, max of 60. They do 2d6 plus whatever. Strength. Damage. And then if the creature you use them against is huge or smaller... They need to succeed on a strength saving throw, or you can pull them up to 20 feet toward you. Okay. About that time, um, Alna comes back, comes swimming back over and says, what, What's going on? What happened? What did you guys do? We Somebody beat... was trying to juice the horses, kid. The Morobo gang or something was in here. We tried very politely to scare them off. And they refused, so well, I heard that. We only killed them. two of the three. The, the what gang? The Marobo gang, or whatever they're Marlboro? <laughs> Marlobo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Probably trying to sabotage. They have a racer in there. In, in this, too. Well, thank you. Thank you for saving the seahorses. If I win this, I will definitely hand some of the scales over to you. Perfect. Oh Works for me. But I mean, if people are trying to sabotage this race, I... and she starts getting really, really nervous. Celine gives her a nice pat on the shoulder. You'll do fine, kid. Hey, man, gives her inspiration. That's not how you talk to kids. We need a persuasion check. Uh, how how does a uh, nineteen sound? As I said, Celine passed her on the show. You got this, kid. You're going to do just fine, Bardic Inspiration. She stops. She uh, gets her wits about her, takes a deep breath, and she looks at Celine and goes, you're, you're right. You're right. 
Yeah. I got this. You can do this, I got man. this. And about that time, the horn sounds and the race is about to start. She grabs her... Uh, Esther assures her that... You guys usher the seahorse out, and she comes out all dressed in her, her track outfit and everything. Oh, you're she so gets adorable. You hear the pop sound to say go, and the seahorses start, and they... They have to make four laps around. Dang. You got this, kid. You're the best seahorse racer we know. She starts in last place. By the third lap, she's tied for second. And at the last minute, she cuts the leading person, who's the marrow, off and wins the race. Hell yeah. Mercer's like, <laughs> yeah. Do a little dance with sea fin. He can't kick people anymore. He can just fish slap them. Fin slap them. Ooh, he can fin slap. <laughs> oh no. You're not going to do actual damage. You gave him a I don't toy. care. <laughs> I now can go in three directions, three axes. I can swim by men. Pop, 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 pop. Fin slap into the That reminds me of those Looney Tune cartoons where they catch a fish, the fish jumps out of the water, smacks them in the face with their tail fin, and then dives back yeah. <laughs> and then times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, oh, I'm gonna give myself a headache from laughing. Don't do that. <sighs> so you after the go. race, there's a lot of cheering. There's a lot of applause. The award, the the bag of Kraken scales are brought over to her. Um, there's a. <coughs> there's like this. Uh, necklace sort of thing made out of seashells and uh, glowing reefs and everything that's given to her and everything and there's a few other merfolk who now want to speak to her and she keeps going okay hang on just a minute just a minute and she comes over to you hey kid reaches into the bag and hands you ten of the scales oh awesome. yeah this is a fifth of what the bag was I appreciate perfect that. you're the best kid you're the best and racer at that we point, know it's late evening, so people are starting to turn in for the night. They're starting to hit the taverns, the underwater restaurants and such. If you guys wish to, um, there is one tavern in particular that has offered to put you up for the night. Oh, sweet. Um, as a, a, a welcoming way from uh, Regenta. Uh -huh. yep. It's up to you whether you want to get food, but they have offered you a place to sleep for the night. Well, Mercer doesn't know this, so Mercer's like, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. Where are we going? I don't care. What, who has the best crab in town? Didn't you say you went to work at your, you did some work at some in a restaurant? What? No. Kokumio. That is the district that has hot water sea vents. Uh, it's a crowded area full of merchants who utilize the steam for cooking, manufacturing, and spas. What did, what did you need? So, the tiers, the scales, and what was the third thing we needed to collect? I have no idea. It remember. was a... Well, uh, you would have got it. Oh. No, she didn't get it. Oh, she didn't get it. She didn't get it. Uh -uh. It's um, sundown seaweed. Sundown oh. seaweed. Where do we get that? You haven't figured that out yet. Well, let's go find a place to stay and... Yeah, I'm hungry. I, I want food. tired. 
So, Mercer with an investigation of 15, he's just like listening around to the crowd to see what people say are the best food, like where the best place to get food is. And he's like, that's where we're going. Cool, let's go. All right. You guys get into uh, one of the taverns. And um, it's kind of a bustle in there. Not, not extremely crowded, but not dead empty. There's people sitting everywhere, sitting at different levels as you start to notice that the ceiling hangs with tables because fish folk can just swim up to the table. Oh, sweet. Um, there's tables that stick out from the sides of the walls. And so that, that's the interesting thing is literally all six, or in this case, all five sides of the room, because one side's obviously the kitchen, um, has tables sticking out. So you have people sitting above each other. You have people sitting out next to each other. Oh, and, this is so cool, man. Yeah. Mercer just finds the first table I can set four and goes to it. Okay. It's actually up closer to the ceiling. It's a table that hangs down. So there's a pole that comes down. It's a round table. And you guys can kind of sit and you can just turn and look around and see everybody below you. That's right. As you're swimming at the table. One of the, uh, one of the um, uh, servers comes over and she goes, <sighs> Hi, you guys are new here, aren't you? Yep. Kinda. Well, we've got four specials tonight. We've got fried kelp, tuna on the bar, blowfish bites, and popped um, anemone. 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 Yeah. Anemone. Please don't order that. <laughs> but they're so crispy. Mercy probably orders that. <laughs> just to screw with the DM. That's just like, bro, that's an aphrodisiac. Don't get any ideas. No, but along with like oysters, supposedly it's an aphrodisiac. Um, so what'll it be? Oh. I want the anemones. Esther's eyes light up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Chef special. Fried kelp news. It's a crunchy, salty snack of food. The kelp is first breaded, then coiled around itself before fried in whale oil. Ew. Mercer don't care. Okay. Uh, Celine is like, uh, what, what were the options again? I apologize. Fried kelp, tuna on the barb, blowfish bites, and pop anemone. She'll go with the tuna. Seared tuna pierced through with an urchin barb, tender and well-seasoned. It's kind of like a nice steak, but tuna. The back goes, well, since I didn't eat meat, I'll have the kelp bites as well. Fried kelp, okay. Uh, and Usher's like, what, the anemones are little planty boys too, you can eat those too, man. And the back looks at Esther. Oh, honey, no. Anemones are wee little critters. Esther. So these come out in two different sets. The first one is fried similar to like the, how the kelp is. The mm -hmm. second one is a little bit sweeter as it's uh, cooked over natural heated vents and coated in layers of hardened cream and oh, sugar. Oh, the back doesn't care. Whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But Esther has just learned that anemones are not wee little crunchy sea plants. 
They are, in fact, living creatures. <laughs> and she has been making a horrible, horrible mistake for a very long time. And then she brings four glasses of um, Reef Wave Ale over to you. Ooh. Interestingly enough, they're not in what you would traditionally see as a mug. They're in almost like a bottle oh. with a tip on the end. Think like those Gatorade bottles where you can pop the top open and yeah. get mm-hmm. from it. Same concept. So it's a container that holds the liquid. And despite it being an alcoholic beverage, which it has more of a sweeter taste. It almost tastes like a, a, a rum. <laughs> Honeydew and cucumber. Oh. Mercer orders three more. <laughs> Mercer need to give me a con saving throw. Once he finishes them. <laughs> so, con saving throw. <laughs> That's going to be a... Man, I uh, gave her slutty eyes. 25. 20. And an 18. Feeling tipsy, but you're good. Room for the night, madam. That's already paid for. Even better. Where is it? And she leads you into the back hallway. This is the next interesting part, is the hallway doesn't have any stairs. Literally, you swim through a tunnel with doors. You swim up into another tunnel with full of doors, and then up to the top tunnel that's full of doors. This is the back half of the tavern, which is basically an inn. And she gets to the very last room and she says, this is the queen's suite. This was reserved by Regenta. She said it was for the four of you and that you would be blatantly obvious, which... Thank you, madam, and good night. Mercer goes in. It's a room. It's got two partitions on opposite sides of the room. I can't pick you, man. With four beds. And then the middle of the room has a heated uh, reef stone. That acts kind of like a fire pit, fireplace sort of thing. So the room is very comfortably warm. Mercer turns it down a few degrees. Too hot! Too hot! Man, no! (laughs) Esther is a dragonborn. I assume it has cold blood? No. No? with, With the fins and everything, you guys adapt to the water. So you guys turn in for the night. Brown Mercer, like, he basically, he go, he comes in and he basically is, like, unbuttoning his armor, drops off the side of bed. <laughs> Esther peels off her outer robes and just plops down in her skivvies. Night, y'all. All right. Celine goes to the door, locks the door, takes some of the spider silk from her scarf. Because she has one of those spider silk scarves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wraps it around the top, around the middle, around the doorknob, and around the bottom. Zavac is tidying up after Esther and Mercer. And then, Make sure the door stays shut. Uh, it seals it, so like if they. Zavac's gonna sleep in front of the door as well. So. Because it, it has that. Um, uh, that um, psychic bond. Um, okay. I I honestly don't remember what it does. I remember giving it to you, but I don't yeah. remember what it yeah. does. So it has it basically, it, it's kind of like the alarm spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she does that. If there's any windows, mm-hmm. there's not. 
Okay, if that's the only entrance in and out, she, like I said, she puts like, you know, corner to corner, middle to middle, end to end, diagonal, diagonal. So that way it's completely secured. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. And the back makes herself comfortable in front of the door. So with everybody tuning in for tonight, I'm going to take advantage of the moment and let our listeners know that at the start of March, March 1st, 2022, we're going to do another free giveaway raffle, which is going to be another dice box, free set of dice, and an additional surprise like we did with the last one, which will be revealed at a later time. If you want to be part of that raffle, you need to look for the post on our Facebook page, the LARP channel. You reshare that post and tag us. And the more people who see it, the more shares it gets, the more chances you have of winning the raffle. I think the last one we did was a large wooden box with a free set of dice, and it had a large fire giant from Storm King's Thunder. Yeah. And uh, you can actually find a picture of that that we were tagged in on our Facebook page as yeah, well. Yeah, shout really out cool. to Ryan. <laughs> so you guys head out the next morning. Uh-huh. And... Uh, as you do, you start searching through the city. When, um, well, give me perception checks. Oh no. Start with that. That's not my strong suit, man. Oh, oh shit. Bruh, it's a bad guy in that 20. First you got 11, Celine got a nine. No. Okay, so the 9 doesn't make it. The 11 barely makes it. What was the other rolls? So back got a nat 20. Okay, so that obviously and makes it. And Esther got a 16. Okay, so that makes it. Oh my god, what? <sighs> so, let's scoot this over just a little bit here. What the heck was that? Roadrunner, dude. I know that, but I mean, what was that? Like a ringtone or something? I can't take a screenshot while I'm on Zedge. What? Well, okay, I guess I get that. So you guys turn a corner and you notice it's a little less crowded here. Um, It's still crowded, but a little less crowded. But as you guys get to this point... Actually, you guys get it right out here into the middle, right here. And you begin to notice um, crowds of people starting to kind of swim away Uh and kind of clear the streets a little bit in all three directions. And those of you who beat a 10... Bow, wow. Or not bow, wow. The, um, the, The tumbleweed song. Yeah. I used to know what that was called. I can't remember. You see three more marrow appear in front of you. 
and as you stop, you turn around and look behind you, and you see three more behind you. All of them looking just like the, just like the three guys you tangled with the day before. Mm-hmm. And they immediately look at you and go, This area of the street's off of limits, boys and girls. 50 gold apiece, and you can be on your way. Wow, if that's the price you charge for girls, I wonder what the price is for us women. Step off, boys. And Esther, not Esther, the back brandishes her bladed oar. She cannot stand misogyny. <laughs> Celine just kind of is like, ah, mage armor. Alright, so. First attempt to get them to back off, you guys can try intimidation checks. All four of you have oh, an opportunity no. to try an intimidation check. All right. With a 25. Oh! I don't know what's happened to this Mercer die. with a 16. Oh, God. That's a fail. I'm so happy. What did Zabak get? I'm so happy. She got a natural 20. That's a success. What did Esther get? Esther. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh, you got a dirty 20. <laughs> so three successes and one fail. And all of a sudden you hear one of them go, wait, 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 wait a minute. These are those screwballs that that took out three of our guys yesterday. Yeah. Scatter! And these guys all take off running. As they officially have realized just how powerful you guys are. Yeah, they're in deep shit. Mercer just kind of stands there. That's what I thought. Good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> Esther. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, the back pats him on the shoulder. Not the head, because that the, would be too condescending. That's when you notice some of the merfolk start to come back out of the buildings and come back out of the alleyways, and they're like, they scared them off. Yeah, they did. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yay. Mercer just kind of nods and... Uh, Why, thank you. <laughs> and one of them comes out. All in a day's work. With a small box. Swims up to you. And he goes, I would like for you to have this. We've been trying to get them out of here for a while. And as he opens it up, there are four... Do you need to back up? Four... Uh, they're demon masks, but they're lacquered masks portraying a demon's insidious grimace. Um, other costume pieces that go with the mask are available throughout the city. But... Um, they're decorated. They're not like extremely valuable, but they're worth two gold each, so he offers those out to you. Oh, as well. thank, thank you. you. Isn't this the last thing we needed? No. No. Oh. We need uh, seaweed. Oh. So, whoever's going to do the investigation, give me an investigation check. On the edge. That's going to be a 27, sir. Bruh. Alright, so as you guys keep searching around everything, uh, one merfolk goes, um, well, I, uh, um, I think I might be able to help you with that. Um, sundown seaweed, that's actually a very rare plant, but, uh, I believe... Have you got the hookup? I, I believe it's grown in Regenta's garden. And he leads you to the gate where the garden is at. 
Cool. And uh, you meet with another merfolk named Giza. Uh, he's a tortle groundskeeper. And uh, he says, well, I don't normally let people come in here, but I, I've been kind of concerned lately because the plants have been acting stranger than usual. So, um, yeah, if you're able to help like me out, I can give you a little bit of sundown seaweed and just because if Regenta finds out, I'm gonna get my butt kicked. Mom's the word. You got it, man. And he leads you into the garden. Joys of drawing stuff out. You can take advantage of the look and change it up. <sighs> so he leads you to right here, and he says, just ahead of you. Um, just ahead of you, the last set of plants there at the back, out of uh, out of sight of prying eyes, is where the uh, plant is at. But I've had to basically toss the plant food into that area. I haven't been able to get in there because like the branches almost start to move a little bit. And um, I'm, I'm not exactly an aggressive, defensive sort of, I just, I handle plants. I don't, I, I don't. No, I, I, I feel you, man. It's okay. It's all right. Honestly, I don't know what you're going to run into when you head in there, but you're going to have to get up close to it to get some decent pieces. No That's problem. Fine. We got this. Don't worry about it. Don't okay. even think about it. First things first. Mercer takes an action. Crashes Elder's Cannon. Flamethrower. Yeah, buddy! <laughs> yee, yee! Sounds about right. Especially Aww, for Mercer. Yeah. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? There you are. Oh. Uh, there, we'll do that. And we are going to bring up the calculator because I am not going to do that kind of math. Before uh, Celine walks in there too, Mage Armor. Okay. What type of, by the way, the demon mask, what type do we have? Huh? Like what, what type of demon mask do we have? What do you mean what type? Like what do they look like? Uh, they, they're very generic looking, almost androgynous. You can just tell that they are. The only reason why you know that they're demon masks is because that's what they were called when they were handed off to you. So kind of like the, like, Japanese ones? Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, we'll, we'll say they, they have a, a Japanese look about them. Is there a black one in there? They're all black. Even better. You can see through the eyes, no problem. Mm -hmm. Sweet. 
<laughs> okay. Now, just to clarify, he did tell you that these are decorated masks that are used as part of costumes. Correct. Not necessarily combat. Just making sure you know that. Yeah. Because it's not going to add to, like, armor or anything. No, it's, not, it's, it's just a visual representation that he's wearing, you know, kind of one of those, those you know, Oni mask. <laughs> trying to picture this dwarf. Goggles, coconut armor, and now no. an Oni mask. No. What did I say? Dwarf. Dwarf. <gasps> How dare you. I'm thinking of Bolo. Uh, yeah. You monster! And I'm not wearing coconut armor. You, yeah, you were the one who had... I had it. I don't have it anymore. Oh, because you cut your Remember? Bag. Yeah. I, have... I thought you had it on. No, I had my mithril scale. Well, because I had my regular scale on. Because the coconut wasn't working well for me in the one set. So I just took it. Mm-hmm. And was going to potentially use it. And then I bartered for my mithril scale. Uh, so now I'm rocking mithril scale. Okay. So I look like a badass. <laughs> At some point, you guys should probably update the appearance of your characters on Hero Forge. Uh, not right now. Not right now. I can totally do it right now. We're both like, yeah, fuck you. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can multitask. I can try to multitask. All right, so... Uh, you, you you made the cannon. Selene, er, Mercer made the cannon. Selene did the mage armor. Yep. Um, uh, is Zabak and Esther doing anything, or are you guys uh, just heading on in? We're just gonna be ready. They don't do prep work. Uh, we're just gonna go. Get right. Ready the action of. <laughs> Let's go. So as you guys, I'm gonna say. Oh, that's tart. 30 feet, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. But bam. Mm, these Actually, blueberries are not quite bad. in season. Um, you guys get up there and you just see this large cluster of seaweed that's like tangled in on itself and wrapped around in this mound. Sitting there, and you can distinctively tell that it's that's the seaweed. I mean, you see other plants of seaweed there and such, but it doesn't look anything like this one, and you can tell, okay, that's got to be the sundown seaweed. Um, question. Hmm. How long does this guck that's allowing us to breathe underwater last? It's the... It's the uh, marlin skirts that you're getting. Oh, that's as right. As long as you're wearing it, it's indefinite. I'm not, putting, I'm not putting fish legs on my character, though. Yeah, no, me <laughs> No, no I, don't, I don't expect that. Because it would be a fin... That's where I draw the line. No! If you wanted to do that, you're more than welcome to. Boom! Alright, so what do you guys do? Uh, gonna march right on in there. Yep. Alright, so Mercer 5, 10, 15 right here. Mm-hmm. Everybody else follow suit? Yep. Is Esther and Celine going to actually walk up to the mound or stay behind Mercer? She's currently staying back because. Um, yeah, Esther's kind of. Uh... So right, right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So give me. Uh, so uh, Mercer and Zabak can give me survival checks. Not bad. That's oh, fifteen shit. plus. Survival. One sixteen. Oh, that's gonna be a whopping 
six. Uh, the six, no. The what did Mercer? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yes, Mercer is able to start cutting at these pieces, and he gets a nice little one-pound clump of the seaweed. Puts it into his bag. Carry on tradition. Belch on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so a 22 and a 23 as this thing starts to shiver and shake and slams Mercer twice and grapples him. Bruh. Let me roll the damage and then it's initiative. That's a bad shrubbery. Prepare to burn. points bludgeoning and 16 and 16. Jeez. Oof, duh. And Mercer is grappled. So I need an escape check. I don't know what the escape. You can typically you can either use athletics or acrobatics to get okay. out. Okay. Yeah. So one of those. In this instance he's going to use uh, acrobatics because He's not very strong. 15. No, sorry. 17. 17? He's able to escape. Initiative. Damn. I'm going to burn this plant. <laughs> Mother. I, I did not tell you to close out. I am still using you. And I gotta roll. Okay. Uh, Mercer. Uh, it's gonna be six. <laughs> Is it back? Eight. What's. Uh, oh, it's a back. We'll go before. Uh, Celine. 17. And Esther. Eight. Ooh. What is Zabak and Esther's dexterity? Esther can go first. Okay. So it's going to go Celine, Esther, Zabak, the living seaweed. And coming up on the tail end, Mercer. So, Celine, what you doing? She's going to, first and foremost, she's going to bonus action <coughs> healing word. Mercer. So. Because that was a nasty hit, wasn't it? Very. <laughs> over two thirds of my life. Ah. So she restores back seven points from the bonus action. And then she's going to move up uh, 15 feet. Mm-hmm. She's going to use four charges. She moves up 15 feet? Yep. Two, four, six, seven, eight, nine, thirteen points. So total healing of twenty points. Nice. And then she's gonna move fifteen away again. Right to there. Alright. 
So that was Celine Esther. Right. Do I have... I don't really have a good line of sight, do I? Hmm? Well, how big is this thing? Large. And Mercer's Okay, short. so I can see clean, oh, you clean can over his head. see over okay. Mercer's head. Magic Michelle! Uh, second level. Alrighty. Actually... I'm going to use Mind Sliver. Don't forget your cantrips are a little bit stronger now because you guys hit fourth, or past fourth level. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he would have to make not a 13 on his intelligence, so 14. <sighs> so. Intelligence saving throw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Beat it 14. Yeah, no. Ha ha. Zero. Uh, he's going to take a d4. Uh, no, he's going to take d6. Four psychic damage. And subtract a d4 from their next saving throw. So minus four. Yeah. And then... Remind me of the um, of the D four thing okay. On next when it comes time. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that was Esther. It is Zabak's turn. All right then. What's the specialty damage that that axe does? If I'm in at least waist deep water, yeah, I know that ice damage. Is it okay? Um, I need to know what the base damage is separate from the ice damage. Okay. When you do it. Okay. Um, so assuming that's what you're doing. Well, yeah. And there's no way to move to flank. No. This thing's backed up against the uh, back of the guard. Well, there is, but you gotta... We both gotta shimmy. I know. But you gotta wait for me. Um, Alright, I'm gonna shimmy shammy around and towards the wall. Right here? Yeah, in the hopes that Mercer catches my drift and realizes, okay, shimmy shammy, and I'm ready to hit as soon as Mercer's in position. Alright, so you're going to ready an attack action for when Mercer moves into place. Yes. Okay, just want to clarify that. Exactly. Alright, so it's its turn. And... I forgot that Mercer went after it. Oops. Yeah, the only the only person that's hit it is like forty feet away, and Mercer's still standing right there. So it tries to hit Mercer again. Oh shit! Sorry, man. All good. Sixteen. Nope. Ah. And that's a miss. Alright, so both slam attacks miss. This time Mercer's a little bit more on his feet, like, yeah, now what? I know what you're doing. Yeah, come at me, bro. Who is the tabaxi you played? Shadow of Misfortune. <laughs> mm. Shadow was, um... My monk. Yeah. What In what campaign? That was uh, the first 5th edition campaign we played in. Because uh. Shadow was, um... Oh crap, I can't remember my elf's character. Um, 
Hendrick? No. Start with a B. Brig. Brig yeah. Crushman. Brig Crushman. My Brig Crushman. We had a little bit of spell casting. Because they were constantly going back and forth at uh, who was better between hand-to-hand combat and ranged combat. Mm. <laughs> oh my lord. I remember that. I can't get over that stupid name. Uh, and it's Mercer's turn. Mercer moves to flank. Yep, to assist. All right. Uh, he's going to move over again Wait. so he can angle as he goes. Burn! All right. Let the back take her attack action. Oh, I didn't need to. That's gonna be a 26 to hit. Okay, so that hits. Okay. D12 slashing damage. It's gonna be a nine. You said nine points slashing? Mm-hmm. Okay. And now... Ten. That's a D8. Five ice damage. When the ice part hits, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it does nearly as much damage as you would have expected it to. Ah, crap. Alright, now... And now for sure. my second attack. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Still at advantage. Oof! I may have flown too close to the sun. Does a 17 hit? Um. Yes. Oh, shit, yeah! Now, just to clarify, and I'd have to read to check this, but from what I recall, preparing an attack action gives you one attack. But I have two attacks per round. If you take it on your turn, if you ready an action, you're readying it an action well okay and your attack actions classify as two separate actions that you get okay well what did, what did i roll to hit you rolled a 17 to hit okay i rolled a 17 i'm, I'm gonna give it to you but i'm just no, 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 moving no. forward can i just hold that until it's back's actual next turn no because then it'd be the start of a new round i mean like just save my 17. no it'd be the start of a new round so you'd have to re-roll all right, then carry on. I, I'm going to give you the You attack. are? Yeah, I All said right, I was going right, to give you right, the fine. attack. Okay, I feel weird, but okay. Okay, oh shit, yeah. That's going to be 18 slashing. Okay. And 7 ice. Which Once I'm again, in. the ice damage doesn't look like it does nearly as much. Yeah, as I'm going to assume it's doing like half damage, perhaps. Something along those lines. <laughs> it's hurting it, just not nearly as much as you expected it to. Hmm. I think it's resistant to ice. Perhaps some fire. Mercer cackles. Hypothesis <laughs> <laughs> confirmed. Burn! Got him. Your flamethrower thing? Yep. Okay. He needs to make a dexterity saving throw. I don't think he can make it. And he needs to subtract a d4 from that. <laughs> okay. 18. So 17. Okay, so it'll take half damage. Damn. It's amazing how dexterous this plant is. Yeah, suspicious. He also has a negative one, so I rolled a 19 and subtracted two because I rolled a one on the d4. Huh. Seven points 
Because that's subtracted and half. That's, that's half already. Man, this is not So, you hit it with the flame. And you really realize this thing did not take a whole lot out of that. Like, it barely touched it. The fire did too? Yeah. Eat this blueberry. Why? It's a good blueberry. It's a sour blueberry because it's barely. <laughs> I think I am an idiot. I know blueberries. Just, you know, I They're lucky I don't like blueberries. I don't know. Cosmo likes them too. Yeah. Um. Uh. Hold on. That was a bonus action. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. So now he's going to. <laughs> Totally stopped Mercer in his tracks. Like, wait, fire doesn't work? Oh, crap. Oh, That's like 90% no. of my arsenal. That's like my whole thing. That's my whole thing. As Mercer begins to realize fire and water probably don't mix that well. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps a little thunder. I will never do that again. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I have it on recording, so I can oh, hear it as many God. times as I want. Oh. No, don't do that to me. Forever engraved in stone as part of the podcast. Uh, he just did it again. Yeah, but not as loud. It was not as obnoxious. That's what he gets for switching out his spells. <laughs> How dare you, Mercer. So, he does. You're going to get hit by it. You fucker. But he does it anyways. You fucker. What's he doing? Is he doing Thunder's Wave? You fucker! You fucker! <laughs> Zabak is gonna take that as an act of war! So, yeah, so, uh, it needs to give me a constitution saving throw. You need to give me a constitution saving Shit, throw. Man. Uh, I rolled a natural 20. God, why are okay, you so like this? Why are you like this? What kind of damage is that? Thunder. Okay. Man! This is a 10. Okay, no, you're going to take the damage. <coughs> oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> so, you take 10 points and are pushed 10 feet away. Jesus, man. It takes 5 points of thunder damage. You guys are quite literally nickel and diming this Oh my god! <laughs> Throw a few pennies in there for... Common measure. sense. Well, did it look like that did any, any better? Other than the half damage that was already turned down, it looked like it just took the damage. Well, you're on your own. And Mercer runs away. When is Esther's turn? It'll get an attack of opportunity as Mercer uh, goes and moves 25 feet away. Um, you disengage. Can't. I took, I took, I took, oh, I took my attack action. Alright. 20, 25. Alright, so it gets an opportunity and it misses. I rolled a four. Yeah. So it whiff. Even with its bonus, it, it whiffs. <laughs> Alright. Uh, and uh, top of the line, Celine. Does Celine have like Mage Hand or something? No. Damn. Um, Esther does. Wisdom saving throw for Esther. me, please. See if psychic does any better. <laughs> Two. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so okay, this thing's behavior. Is it like? Does it look like a like a Venus flytrap? 
perhaps? No, it just looked like a bunch of random accumulated plants wrapped around itself. Okay. Did you have a picture? Because I need I need some that, but seaweed. So it has a mouth. Kind of, but it's but it's got like a mouth. Eight points of psychic damage, and it has to move as far away as it physically can from Celine. Well, it, movement has to move away. Okay, well, it's at the back of the garden, and away from Celine would be into the garden wall. Parkour, if it can move. Mm-hmm. Five, ten, fifteen. Ha-ha! Okay. Perfect. Is it Esther's turn? Hmm? Is it Esther's turn? Uh, yes. Sweet! And Esther now has direct line of sight of this thing. Mage hand. Vial of acid. Deliver into mouth of planty boy. You use mage hand and just float a vial of acid into the plant? Yeah. Okay. And, How much does a vial of acid do? And then do? crush to expel acid. He has to make a DC 11 con save. A DC 11 con? Yeah, please let this work. Oh no. Well, I rolled a 16 and he's got a plus 3, so no. Fuck. It just sizzles a little and does nothing. Oh crap. Uh, I'm out, guys. And Esther. <laughs> backing away. Well, she just moves back 10 feet so that she's like kind of behind Esther so that that thing has to stay <coughs> further away. That's it. Alright. Nope, there isn't any more. It's the back's turn. Alright, then Rage moves up to the thing. 20, 25. Where's my AD 20? Right there in my hand, dummy. Okay. First attack. Recklessly. Oh, 19 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. Alright. Oh, man. That's eight slashing. You said eight? Eight slashing. Okay. And then seven ice. So judge your two for raging? Oh yeah. So and another two slashing. Okay. Alright, and for my second attack. Oh, 17 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. Does rage only apply to the first hit? Okay. So six slashing. And this will probably be zero, because I rolled a one for ice. Yeah, yeah, the ice doesn't do anything. Yeah. Ooh. Snowflakes. And... She's already moved 25 feet, so you only have five feet of movement. Well, that's it. Alrighty. Let's go back. It's its turn. Oh, no. And, uh... Yeah, you're the only one there, so two slam attacks at advantage. Mm. I'll be on the first attack. Just on the first one? Okay. 
It's a 16, so that's going to miss. Yep. Whiff. And that's a definite miss. <laughs> Can't touch this. And it's Mercer's turn. At this point, he's just going to firebolt it. Because he doesn't got anything else he can do. It's going to be a 28 to hit. That's a hit. Nice. 2d10. Oh, plus my d8 because it's uh, Yeah, there we go. That's nice. 20 points of damage. 20 points of fire. Nice. So, as I said before... You hit it with that huge blast, and it just kind of... And you see a few singes, but it doesn't look like it hurt it nearly as much as it should have. Five. He moves up five feet. Is he within 15 feet of it? Yes. He moves up five feet. Mm-hmm. Bonus action. Dexterity saving throw. It's a 16. So he will take half. What are you doing? My flamethrower. <laughs> For two points of fire damage. So nice. no effect. Oh, man. It will take one point. Oh, yeah, one point. I Don't don't give me, you know. <laughs> nah. I thought that was the total damage you rolled. <laughs> no, four. I rolled roll four, so he takes two. Two. That cut in half again. One Just how I knew that. No, no. I had done nothing. I already cut in half for you. I rolled four. Cut in half is only two. Yeah. Because he made the save. Yeah. Now, because oh. he's resistant. One point. Yeah, you're right. Uh. <laughs> We've established he has resistance to flame. I will nickel dime this burger. <laughs> you're not nickel diamond. You're pennying. Hey, pennies count, man. <laughs> Over a course of a long time. Yeah, hey, it works. The only reason why you guys are doing decent right now is because this thing has not been able to successfully hit anybody again. Top of the line, Celine. Uh, just going vicious mockery it. Wisdom saving throw, please. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> 18. Okay. So nothing happens. I am rolling really well in my favor tonight. Man. Hey. I rolled really well in your guys' favor last game. It was bad, man. If all you're doing is making the saves, that's fine. Hitting the da- hitting us is what's going to hurt us. Yeah. It already has. <laughs> so what did Vicious Mockery do? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. Because it made uh, the save. Esther. Man, get fucked. Um. <sighs> Have we tried lightning? Nope. Breath, breath magic, breath attack. My guess is resistant to all magic. I don't know, man. I'm gonna try it. Try it. Thirty feet. How far away? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You'd have to move up at least yeah. 5, if not 10. Um, Alright, she'll move up 10. Uh, <sighs> he's got to make a dex saving throw. Alright. 
rolled a three, so uh, minus one, two. He does not make that. Had to make an eleven, so two d six. Seven lightning. Seven lightning? Yep. Nothing happens. Oh shit. Moves back 15 feet. Five, ten, fifteen. Like it hits the lightning and it's just like and it just stands there. Sorry guys, I messed up, man! It's a back's turn. Alright, this is getting ridiculous now. Man, I don't have anything. I swear you had a magical spear. No. That was just a plus one spear. No, I got my ore. I'm talking prior. You, I swear you found a magical spear when you found that uh, lizard statue and the um, the giant spiders back yeah, in the place. Yeah, the back has a spear. It was a plus one magical spear. Okay, so should we try that? On the thing? Your ore is magical, so it's, the spear's going to do less damage overall, okay. so you're still better off using the ore. Yeah, that's okay. why, I thought that's why I was so well, I, you, you were you were saying you didn't think the ore was doing a whole lot of good, so I was trying to give you an alternative. Well, no, I'm trying to think of some, anything else I can do during range. I'm, oh, shit. We're just, we're just going to be nickel diamond this thing. There's nothing we can do about it. All right. So, for my first attack... Not reckless, though. Okay. What'd you roll? <laughs> the pack has chopped off her own damn foot because she rolled a one. Alright, roll again. Oh, fuck me. <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna have a stroke! Would you Oh, another one? I'm gonna have a Or no. gets engulfed by this thing, and you lose your bladed or. Forever? Not necessarily forever, but you do not have it on you anymore. Oh, shit. Like, you just go to swing, and the vines and the kelp and the seaweed and everything from this creature just grabs hold of it, and it goes... And it just absorbs the axe into itself. My or! And You're back. sitting open-handed going... What just happened? Bloody hell. That was English. I'm sorry. The back is going to bounce. You're going to move away? Yeah. Where? Uh, behind Celine. I'm, right, I have a So, an attack of opportunity. I don't care. That's a... There you go running past Mercer yells, Get your other weapon and get your turtley butt back in there! Yeah, you got a dirty 20 to hit you. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Why are you doing like this? I thought you loved me. I, I, I do, but you, you make poor choice. You motherfucker. You pay price. Oh, no. Taxation is theft. <laughs> so as you run off, you take 17 points bludgeoning damage. Ugh. You're raging. Divide that by two. Okay, so 25, eight. 30, what's her speed? 40. 35, or 35, right behind someone. Mm -hmm. Which is why Mercer yells at you to get your turtle shell back in there. Well, I'm kind of hoping that Celine can, I don't know, give me some mage armor? Nope. 
Self-only spell. Fuck, man. Then inspire me. Is it really? Yes. Shit. It, oh. I could have sworn that was it just is. a touch spell. Do something. Buff me somehow. Oh, I can give you heroism. Yeah, there you go. That one. That'll do it. Mage armor is a range of touch. You touch a willing creature who isn't wearing armor. In a yeah, are you have natural armor. It'll do you no good. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. again, it does you no good. But, whose turn is it? Uh, that was a back. It's its turn. Heroism, man. And, um, sorry to say this, but Mercer's closest. Yeah. Oh. Someone's getting thin slapped. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> 15. Hang on. Let me retcon. Zafak would have known that it would go after Mercer, and she totally grabbed him. No, no. We're, we're past the point of no Man. return. Sorry. I'm just totally going to fin slap you. Sorry, buddy. So, two swings. And he whiffs them both. We're going to try something here. He whiffs them both. Red and blue. Both attacks. Two is going to miss. Nope. Both miss. But it's right up there. At oh! Yeah, but Mercer has to now uses an a disengage action to get away. Sorry. Mercer's turn. Sorry, buddy. He uses a disengage <laughs> action to get away. Oh, by the way, um, I did read up on the disengage action. It doesn't give you the ability to move when you disengage. It just allows you to move unhindered without an attack okay. opportunity. So he moves 25 feet. Straight back. Gets behind the back. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Get your turtle butt back up there. And I'm then working on slaps it. her. <laughs> oh, you bastard. No, it, it, it wouldn't be that. Here we go, here we go. Get your butt back up there. <laughs> Bruh. That's what happens. Uh, top of the line, Celine. She gives, you, she gives you heroism, and oh. she tells you, get your turtle shell back in there. That's exactly what I was hoping for, darling. <laughs> I assume and then a bonus action goes, healing word, you. Oh, a baller. I assume Zabak now remembers that she has a magical spear. Sure. You gain eight hit points back. Hell yeah. Do you need the stats of a spear? Hold on, eight hit points back? Yep, and then you get uh, uh, the four. You gain temporary hit points. You lose spellcaster ability modifier, so four. So you gain four temporary hit points on top of that. Yep, I got that already. And it's a D six one handed or D eight two handed for your spear. And it's a plus one, so it's gonna it's gonna do magical damage. It's a D. What is it for two handed? D eight. Okay. It's also, um, it also has a thrown range of 20 feet, max is 60 feet. But obviously I'm not going to recommend you throwing it. Oh no, no. And then Celine moves behind Zebek, who then is behind Mercer. So all the way back here? Yes. 5, 10, 15, I ain't going head to toe with this thing. <laughs> All right, here we go. That, that was exactly what it was about to do. Was straight up to something like, "Ooh, fresh meat." Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Esther's turn. Uh, I guess I better. 
She's successfully figured out that magic isn't working against this thing. Whips out her light crossbow. Ooh. Where's my purpley boy? <sighs> oh. Oh no, I didn't write down the close to. What's the what's the die for a light crossbow? Even uh, six. Let me. Is it? I think so. Okay. You said a light crossbow. Yeah. Right. Light crossbow. It's a D8 piercing. Mm. You have to use it two-handed. Has a range of 80 feet, max of 320. Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm within range, so. Now. I know this is only this is, doesn't make a difference for Esther, but I am going to tell you this: because the time required to load this weapon, you can fire only one piece of ammunition from it when you use an action, bonus action, Wait, or reaction to fire it. It's not a heavy; it's a light crossbow. It still has the loading function, which requires you to use two hands to load it, so you can only use oh, it shit. once per round. Okay, no, no, okay. Scrap, scrap the light crossbow, the, the fucking weight bar, and she just. Molly walks it with the weight bar. Yeah, she just goes up there. Alright. So. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. This was a mistake. Hold it. <laughs> 8. 8 to hit? Yeah. Yeah, you miss. Uh... As you go running by, Mercer goes. <laughs> You dumb sorcerer, where are you going? <laughs> the fuck you think you're doing? Oh. Leroy Jenkins! We got our tank running out of combat, we got our sorcerer running into combat. <laughs> this is not a Mel Brooks movie! What's the definition of stupid? This. <laughs> no, man, I actually have a plan. I actually do have a plan. That was Esther's turn, so Zabak. Zabak is gonna move up because she's got a move speed of forty. She's gonna move to flank with Esther. You see Five, what you 10, see what 15, I did there? 20, 25, 30. You see right what I did here. there? I see exactly what you did okay. there. Okay. You know, let's go. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, that is gonna be a twenty-four to hit. That hits. Uh. I forgot I'm not looking at my bladed orb. And are you using it one-handed or two-handed? Two-handed, my dude. So it's a D8. What yeah. are you holding? D8. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I know what the... It's going to be five. Now, did you add one to the attack roll and to the damage roll? Because it's a plus one weapon. So it's a six. Six points. Ugh. I'm disgustipated. And for my next attack at advantage, because it is still flanked. Fifteen mm -hmm. to hit? I believe that hits. Let me look here real quick. Right on the money. Hell yeah. And again with my wonderful handy dandy spear. Thirteen points. 13 points of damage? Yeah, I rolled a 7. It's 
plus four, and then it has two more for being magical, right? That's a plus one, so you plus add one. one more. Yeah. Plus five. Oh, plus five. So plus six, so 13. Yeah, 13. Did you roll max damage? No, not quite. So roll seven, plus five for strength modifier. Uh-huh. You have a 20 in strength? Yeah, man. Okay. Where do you think I've been putting it? I, well, the other, the other thing, okay, so seven plus five, 12, plus one for the, the additional, because of the magic weapon, mm-hmm. plus two for raging. Is she raging? Oh. So, 13. 15 points of damage. Okay. Yeah. That is the most damage you guys have done thus far. I was going to do that again. <laughs> So that was the back's turn. It's its turn. It's tried to hit the back. Can't hit the back very well. It's realized it can't hit the back, so now it tries to hit Esther. Oh crap, man. First attack, second attack. Now my AC has been 16 this whole time. For Esther? Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that sound right? For level five? Your AC is based off your dexterity and anything you have that's benefiting your AC, okay. like a spell or armor or something. Okay. Cool. Sorcerers don't have access to yeah. a lot of armor. I know. Okay. So that's a 17 oh. and a 26. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Man. Esther's not going to be very happy. Esther's going to get her shit wrapped. Okay, so for the first one, you got lucky. Minimum damage? Not quite, but close. Eight points bludgeoning. And for the second attack, not as lucky. 14 points of bludgeoning. And then I need a either athletics or acrobatics. How much was the second? You said eight? Uh, 14. 14. Oh, Jesus. Bludgeoning. And then I need either an athletics. You were divine in half, weren't you? That was hitting Esther. Oh, Esther. Uh, so, okay, yeah, that's right. And a lot now? Either athletics or acrobatics, Chuck. Acrobatics. Oh, dirty 20. Okay, you do not get grappled. Oh, thank God. Esther's like, ah, shit. Why did I grab those if I wasn't going to use them? I don't know. What are you doing? Um, Mercer's turn. Mercer is going to, uh, yeah, firebolt. That's all I can do. Nineteen to hit. That's a hit. Three points. That's already divided by two. Line Celine. Uh, vicious mockery. It's a saving throw for that. Uh, it's going to be a wisdom saving throw. So fifteen on the money. So nothing happens. Bonus action. Uh, healing word on uh, Esther for seven points. Oh freaking! Is healing word a cantrip? Uh, no, it's a first level spell. Bonus action. How many times can she cast that? Four times. Uh-huh. How many times has she cast it? Twice. Twice. Okay. 
Okie dokie. And Esther. Alright. She's got her crap wrecked. Zabat goes right after Esther, right? Yes. Esther's gonna hesitate and hold her ground, thinking, let's see what Zabak does. And prepares to disengage, but not yet. And holds that action. <laughs> okay, so what's the triggering action that would cause Esther to disengage? Zabak taking her action. Okay, so readying an action is an action. Yeah. You can disengage, but if you're readying a disengage, you won't be able to move. Oh. So if you're going to disengage to move away, you want to do that on your turn. Sorry, man. I get a bounce. Disengage. Moves behind. Celine. What's your speed? 30. So. 10, 15, 20, 25. Diagonal. Yeah. That's the only way you'd be able to do that. Yeah. Okay. The back's like, oi! Chicken shit. Alright, and then Zabak's turn. Recklessly attacks for her first attack. Oh. Uh, 11 to hit. Miss. Uh, wait, 13. Sorry. Still a miss. Okay. Okay, for her second attack. Which. Nope, oh, not at advantage. Oh, God! Never mind, she whiffs. And okay. she's gonna rotate around in front of it to block its path and make sure it stays aggroed on her. Right there? Mm -hmm. Okay, and you did recklessly attack, correct? I did. Okay, so its first attack on you is at advantage. Yes, it is. Whiff. Uh, it's a 26. Oh, fuck. Second attack is a two. So, just one. Max damage. Oh no. 20 points. Uh, Boom! Jesus. And it's Mercer's turn. Uh, <clears throat> 5, 10, 15. 5, 10, 15. So move Mercer up 15. Straight kind of, forward? Kind of diagonally ish. Which way? This way or this way? Uh, towards me. So 5, 10, 15, like uh, that? Over. That'd be, so basically 5, 10, 15. Right there. And that puts him 15 in with the monster. You're 10 feet into the monster. Okay, then move him 5 that way, towards the wall. Okay, so. He wants, basically he wants the monster right at the tip of the cone. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're doing this. Yeah. yeah. He's trying not to throw or thing. So, Thank you. Dexterity saving throw. Thank you for not murdering your party member. That's not yet. Mighty. That's pretty cool of you. Oh, That's yet. a seven. Oh, hey. You will eat. Well, you'll take half damage, but it'll be full. <laughs> 12 points. So that's going to be six points. And then he's going to Firebolt. With a 21 to hit. That's a hit. 21. Oh, whoops, I forgot to do my D8 for that. There we go. 12, 13 points. 13, is that already cut in half? No, that's so another six. 
<sighs> Still up, but not happy. Hmm. Capital line, Celine. Uh, yeah. Um, so Celine cast Healing Word on Zebek. Oh, thank you. You gain back eight points. Nice. And as an action, she will cast Vicious Mockery. What's the uh, wisdom saving throw again? <laughs> nope, that one you fail. Womp womp. <laughs> so, five points psychic damage. I'm assuming it's resistance psychic. No, that fully hits. Damn. Okay, cool. And it has disadvantage on its next attack. Attack? Like full full round attack? No, just so the first just attack? it's next attack. Okay. Alright, so that was Selene Esther. Alright. So Esther just saw... Does Vicious Mockery have a visual effect to it? Or is it... Does it just twist Selene's face into a macabre grimace of a smile? Well, I would think like Selene does something... Purple only. Okay, so Esther hears Celine say some say something that she's familiar with that's a magical effect, and it fully affects this creature. Mind Sliver! What's Mind Sliver? Uh, What's the saving throw on that? I keep forgetting. Intelligence of 14. No. He has to make an intelligence saving throw? Yeah. Okay. That's a one. Oh, lol. You should take double damage for that. Nope. That'd be great, though. <clears throat> if I rolled a one, that'd be a different story, but this mm. is a dirty one. Oh! Max damage. Six. What kind of damage? Psychic. That looked like it took full effect. Heck yeah. And he has, a, has to subtract a d4 from his next saving throw. Once again, remind me of that when it comes around. Yep. Uh, and assuming Esther's turn is done. Yeah. Is it back? All right. All right. Get fucked. Attack number one. Oof. That is a fourteen. Okay. That is a miss. Damn. Attack number two. Oh, that definitely misses. Ah, shit. I should have had my order back. I know. <laughs> this is stupid. Ugh. Okay. All right, it's its turn. Five. Ten. And it goes to hit Mercer. No. So, disadvantage on the first attack, yep. correct? Uh, it's going to be a miss. Second attack. It is also a miss. DM is not rolling well anymore. Blah, blah. And it's Mercer's turn. 
Uh, yeah. Um, it knows it struggles to hit Zavak, so it's going after an easy target, which originally was Mercer, so... Disengage. Move back uh, 25 feet. Straight back. Yep. And then while I'm doing that... 20, 25. I'm going to bonus action as I'm walking away. <laughs> Flame him. Yeah. Okay, so is it like from right here, bonus action, flame, disengage, and move back? Sure. Because you can do the bonus action, the disengage action, and then the move action. That all works in the same round. Yeah, it was, it was more or less, ironically enough, he's like cautiously backing up, backing up, barbecue, as he keeps going. Okay. I mean, the but flame thing it, doesn't, it doesn't have disadvantage because it's a saving throw, right? Correct. What's the saving throw? It is a dexterity saving throw. Okay, so it'll take half, so 11, 5. That's fire? Yep. So 11, rounded down because it made the save. Oh, five. yeah, so 2. And then, yeah. Freaking quarter damage. <laughs> it's ridiculous when something like that happens, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Top of the line, Celine. Come on, buddy. Uh, vicious mockery. So, wisdom saving throw. 18. Okay, nothing happens. Does she move or anything? Uh, at this point, she stays. Esther. Alright. I guess another mind sliver. Another wisdom saving throw? Yep. Or intelligence, sorry. Intelligence saving throw? Mm-hmm. D14. A four. Good job. <laughs> I would say I'm proud, but I'm not. Two. Two points of damage. Yep, psychic. And the Baxter. All right, then let's get fucked. <gasps> that sounded really wrong. I'm very sorry. First attack is a twelve. Misses. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's gonna be twenty-two. Uh, yeah, I thought so. The sundown seaweed is still growing over here. It's just oh. a portion of it is what turned into that Ooh, weird. thing. Ooh. And so what's still growing is now inert. And you see your uh, your uh, bladed oar laying there on the ground. Me oar! 
Sabak, of course, retrieves it. Uh, this is also your opportunity to be able to pick up another pound or two pounds of sundown. Yeah, I go grab two more pounds and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's all chopped up and everything. About this time, the groundskeeper comes back and he goes, Did you deal with it yet? Are you almost done? It's there. It's good, man. I don't hey. know what it is, but it's resistant to everything. Hurry up and get out. Regina's coming. Go. Run, 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 run. Run, run, or run. Or not run. run, run Just away. swim away. <laughs> Bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.